Hello, I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. Thank you for the privilege of your time and joining me today. Um, I thought of an interesting topic that I think is interesting, of course, um, and what it is, it's graduation time this time of year, and I have been hanging around with a bunch of, you know, middle-aged people, fairly successful, um, and I work with people that are of various socioeconomic groups and different races, and what I've found in the last, really about the last six months, is so many people I've been asking them since the first of the year, how do you feel about our future? I mean, how do you think our future's uh, going to be? I, I mean, from your gut right now, don't overthink it. And things I heard were cautiously optimistic, negatively optimistic, negative, I'm glad that I'm not young, all kinds of things. So I thought, you know, what I'd like to do today is do what I found in the Atlanta uh, Journal-Constitution here in Atlanta. What they did was they interviewed some valedictorians, and these are the top scholars, and they share their feelings about the future and what they're optimistic about and what they see as challenges. And the reason this is really important is these are our future. These valedictorians are going to be the big thinkers, movers, shakers. I don't care if it's in science, physics, education, uh, what business, whatever they go into, these people are, are, are our future, the, the planet Earth's future. And what I liked about what the um, AJC, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, picked out, they picked out, um, this is every race, um, let me see, I believe um, maybe three of them are men, most of them are women, and um, so I found it fascinating that it didn't matter whether they were Asian or white or black or from Middle Eastern uh, descendancy, whatever it was, it was fascinating for me to see how optimistic they were because when you listen to my personal social media and I listen to television, I watch the evening news and the morning shows and tape them and watch them and, um, you know, I'm very, read everything, read my periodicals, magazines, newspapers, um, that I felt this every bit of it, this cautious optimism, this negativity, this negatively optimistic. So it was so refreshing on Sunday when I read what these kids, kids meaning 18, they were all going to be freshmen in college, what they think of our future. Because what they think is what's going to happen. Because it's what makes, is going to make it happen. And as you all know, let me run over what uh, the people that are negative, the uh, cautiously negative, negatively optimistic, all the ones that I've talked to, which is probably 90% now, 90% have these negative feelings, negatively optimistic. The challenges are climate change, the huge political divide and how this keeps going on in Congress and in our society, technology, and especially with AI now, that's become even bigger. Uh, by the way, I didn't know if you saw where it showed that there was a bombing, I think, in um, the White House, near the White House yesterday, and... Uh, Wall Street, or the people that saw it, it was so real because it was done by artificial intelligence that um, the stock market actually dropped. And these are some of the things we're very concerned about with AI, including 
you know, wars, nuclear problems. Um, a lot of the people that the people at Google that even developed AI say that within a few years it could be the end of humankind. So this is challenging to say the least. Um, social media is another big challenge. Young people seem to be detached, and um, that's a real problem. Not engaged like in the older times, whether you're 50, 60, 70, the way that the people like us had to be engaged. And the question of future of work, is it hybrid? Is it working from home? You miss networking. You Part of my big success and my husband's was having mentors, working outside the house and seeing, emulating great people, learning lessons, the wisdom, the education. So that's a challenge. And then um, 40, 50% of Americans do not, and people around the globe do not go to church. Okay, that may not be a problem, but it's seen as a challenge because when you were raised, no matter if you are spiritual now or whatever religion you are as you age, when you grow up in an algorithm, which is since we're all scientists here at my house, you can struggle against that algorithm and go out into the world um, and not do anything, become an atheist. But at least you have a framework, a root, a taproot. And um, so our young children and people are not going to any organized place that they can push up against or question. And last but not least, half, half of our population, or over half, is uh, experiencing anxiety and depression. Our mental health has never been challenged, um, even in the wars, which is very interesting, like it has now. And whether that's a, a cocktail of social media, mistrust, you know, everything that I've just talked about. Um, the environment, environmental challenges, or whatever. So what I wanted to do was go through several of these people that are valedictorians. It's the class of 2023. And remember, they experienced major disruption with COVID-19. A lot of them worked from home. Uh, un unbelievable challenges. Isolation. But they persevered, and they're ready for the next step. So I wanted to talk about their wisdom, and again, these are seeds of our future. That's why this just isn't talking about young people. These are seeds of our future. These people, again, will be leading our world. So facing our greatest human challenges, and these, and these are people are, young people are pretty optimistic. So first, let's talk about challenges. The biggest challenges your generational face. This is from uh, Miss Alexander. I believe instant gratification will be the biggest struggle for my gener generation. To be specific, I believe that they struggle with detaching themselves from it and need to learn to enjoy the present moment more often. Wow. How about that for wisdom? Are you serious? Yes. She is saying this. This young, beautiful woman is saying the problem, the biggest struggle she sees is instant gratification. What have a lot of us said, but that's what we worry about? Hmm, pretty cool. This is another person. Her name is um, Ms. Christopher. And she says the biggest challenge is, in our future, is adulthood. My generation has relied so much on others and our parents and other people, and especially technology, for help. That stepping out into the responsibility of adulthood, everything that comes with it, like jobs, networking, it seems like it's almost tricky or impossible. Bless her heart. Okay, another one. Ms. Lee sees the biggest challenges of, of their generation and of our own future, no matter what age you are listening to this. 
With the increasing expectations that are set for children and teens, I think one of the biggest challenges our generation will face is the danger of comparing yourself to others. Wow. It's been, it's beneficial to have role models who push you to become a better person, but when the comparisons reach an unhealthy level, it can become discouraging and disastrous. Look at the suicide rate. Everyone has their own path and their own pace in life, and we need to remember that for our future. Amen. See, we're worried about this with Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all, especially the girls, looking at each other and comparing. And it, to me, it is just so refreshing to see them realize it. This isn't us as older adults pointing the finger and going, do you realize this? Wow. Um, this is Miss Abney. The biggest challenges she believes in the future will be the current political and social climate has our nation more divided than it has ever been. These divisions are heightened through the echo chambers of social media. It seems as if our country has lost the art of compromise. And I worry for how these divisions will spread through my generation and all generations and younger generations alike. Very, very wise. Absolutely. Okay, now how about Mr. Deze? Biggest challenges are his generational face and the future is figuring out how to survive. Wow. I fear basic survival will be our biggest challenge. Hmm, that's pretty grim. Miss Ch Chudusama. She believes the biggest challenge will be battling boundaries regarding social media and AI. Reversing climate change and protecting the environment. And Ms. Duong believes that the biggest challenges will be social changes. Political issues will continue to be a huge source of conflict. It will be difficult to achieve any significant social uh, advancements if we have this much tension. Isn't this interesting? I love this. And finally, Ms. Tay, what is the biggest challenge of this generation and future generations, and what is in our future? Inequity, student debt, and mental health issues. Wow. So anyway, I found that very interesting, very positive, meaning they're aware of the challenges they're being handed. I mean, they're aware of the planet that they're inheriting. This is so cool. Um, anyway, so next, how optimistic are you about the future? And this is Miss Christopher. I am incredibly optimistic about the future. God has blessed me and us with a lot of accomplishments that will allow us to be successful in the future. And I plan not to take any of my accomplishments for granted. I see that my future is bright. I'm excited to embark on this new journey into the future. Well, I think that's pretty optimistic. I love it. And... Ms. Lee, okay, she says she's optimistic about the future because I'm very, and she says, I'm very optimistic about the future. Graduating from high school is only the first step in our journey, and we have so many possibilities awaiting us. Knowing that I'm surrounded by such driven people gives me faith, gives me hope, and we'll work hard to succeed and fulfill our passions, creating a much better world for everybody. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. I love it. And Mr. Wainwright, 
How optimistic are you about the future? I'm not very optimistic at all that we will be able to solve many of the problems that lie in our future. It will take massive cultural shifts in order to address the challenges that we all face on this earth, such as climate crisis, persistent, persistent systemic inequalities, and the alarming increase in censorship. And with the increasing divisions in the United States and around the world, these necessarily, these necessarily changes seem incredibly unlikely. Hmm. Okay, more grave, but honest, straightforward, looking it straight in the eye. Next, Ms. Abney, how, how optimistic do you feel about the future? I'm cautiously optimistic. Between pandemics, the climate crisis, discrimination, and ongoing global conflict, excuse me, global conflicts, it's easy to feel overwhelmed and hopeless about the state of the world. However, I have been blessed in so many ways with so many good people in my life, including peers who already have and are determined to continue making changes in the world. Although the headlines make it difficult, I see enough good in the people around me to remain cautiously optimistic about our shared future. Okay, okay, put your chin up. Let's go. And next is Miss Carter, and she's very optimistic. I am extremely optimistic about the future. I know what skills I have, and I know that I will get more as I age. And I will use all of them to make a better future world. Next is Mr. Desai. How optimistic are you about the future? I try to remain as optimistic as possible, of course. There are issues that need solving, but I like to believe that the future is something worth working towards, even though it might not always seem the case. Miss Chudasama, how optimistic are you? I am extremely hopeful about the future. I believe in those around me, and I also believe that if we unite and if we cooperate, we can accomplish anything. And then Ms. DeJong, I am pretty optimistic about the future. I'm really passionate about what I want to study, and I'm excited to think about all the ways I personally can make a difference in the future. Wow. Now, that's energizing. And finally, Ms. Tay, how optimistic are you about the future? I'm optimistic that the future will be great as more advanced technologies emerge and develop in conjunction with the rapid synthesis of knowledge and discoveries to improve all aspects of human life. You know, I think it's really important that we hear that. I think it's important because, again, whether you get your news online, whether you get it on a station, whether you're watering the grass and the neighbor walks up, whether you're at Starbucks and you get a flash of news on your on your iPad or your computer or your iPhone, and shootings, that's also, excuse me, gun violence. That was another one. I forgot to add that one. I, I think it's interesting that none of the kids mentioned, none of these uh, valedictorians, these future leaders, not one of them in what we just read in the Atlanta Journal of Constitution named guns. Isn't that interesting? Whereas with people 40 and older, it was interesting that that was one of the main problems and challenges that they see is some type of gun 
whatever, we'll call it legislation or facing it or whatever, some kind of gun resolving in the future in this country with all the mass shootings. So I think that what we have to do, is, especially when I see old people get negative and more negative and more fear, I live out of more fear and anger and, and this defensive posture, we just got to be like ducks. I think we pretend like we just left a rain, there's water all over us, and the duck is shaking. Every one of us shake right now. I don't care where you are, shake it off. Shake it off. We need to absorb what these brilliant future leaders, valedictorians, top of their class, number one, what each one of them have given us today, optimism. They look, they're not in la-la land either, if you notice. They talked about every challenge, face on, head on. These are brave, courageous people that are our future. So I don't care if it's about health care, guns, climate change, Medicare, uh, whatever concerns you have, take a dose of optimism and attitude. Do you want to feel hopeless and negative? Do you want to do that? Remember, we just got through a pandemic of COVID-19. Do you want a pandemic of negativity and hopelessness? Nah. No, no, no. You get an inoculation right now. You get a vaccine right now to be positive and optimistic. Okay? Positive and optimistic. And remember, it's not up to these valedictorians only to do this. We have to listen to their word and go, how or what can I do to assist these amazing human beings to integrate with research institutions, with governmental agencies, with senators, with legislators that are making laws? How do we help them? How do we support them? How do we help nourish, fertilize, give sunlight, water to these beautiful seeds. And not just that, your seeds, your fertilizer, okay? Every day you get up, please close your eyes, look up into the sun, feel the sun on your face, feel the wind, smell if it's before rain or if you just put your sprinklers on the lawn, feel your grass, look into the face of a flower, look at your little dog's face as you hear the of its little tail. Or maybe you hear the purr of your cat. Okay? Be optimistic. They are. Be positive. Every plant, every animal that gets up, the birds chirping on my bird feeder right now, they wake up optimistic. We're going to find some grain, some birds, something. Let's hold hands. Remember the old song I'd like to teach? It was Coca-Cola. Add, I'd like to teach the world to sing. In perfect harmony. Let's try that. Okay? Just say, hey, whatever stage of life I am, I'm just going to go out a positive optimistic. None of these people are going to taint me with, with their pandemic, with their disease. I got it. So as I leave today, please send love and prayer and energy into all. Of, these are just local valedictorians. All the people that have worked so hard hard around the world to be valedictorians, to be pseudatorians, to be all people that just graduated and got by with C averages. Please, they're our future, and we are our future. We've got to get involved, too. So I'm glad we talked about this. I saw this, and I got so inspired. I said, you know, 
we got to talk about this. Because everybody I'm talking to is like chicken little, the sky is falling. So facing our greatest human challenges with optimism. Their optimism, your optimism, and my optimism. So as we end this today, please go to the Mindful Living Network, sign up for our newsletter, read articles, go to contact us, pop me a note, send me an idea, a question. If you want to be on a podcast, let me know. Any ideas for podcasts, anything. Anything new on our site, anything that can help people live more mindfully, okay? We are trying to be a teacher, a resource, so that we can save our planet and save ourselves optimistically, energetically, passionately, okay? Because we are about entertaining, educating, and enlightening the world. Also, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, we have it all. Please visit us on all these. YouTube, we've got a beautiful YouTube channel. Please go to the uh, the meditation room. Andrea and I worked hard on that. It's beautiful. We have every single way you can meditate. Silence with butterflies, bees, uh, the ocean, uh, rain, in the middle of the woods. I don't care. We've got just tons of it. Just have fun. I love that. I go there all the time. So here we are. And um, thank you for joining us. With the voice of optimism, thank you for the privilege of your time. Bless you and take care of you.